This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. you under some kind of word even what you know I hope you're listening with the intent to obey God well it's a uh, uh, let me help you out this morning amen a couple of you are real jack jawed I understand that all right but I'm gonna tell you something if you don't humble yourself receive with meekness the word of God which is able to save your soul you're gonna go out all jacked up, and you're gonna meet more jacked up life than you than you that you're opening up the door to the devil, and you're gonna meet more jacked up stuff than you can handle. Amen. You're here today. As long as you're here, quit your attitude. Bless God. Amen. I know what it's like to have attitude. I'm, I feel justified in some of mine. All right. However, you know. And, and, you know, you may feel that you're right in reacting in the way that you are, you know, but the final word is how you respond. And you need, you're here with God. Let's respond rightly to him. Amen. Quit reacting to the devil and treat God the same way, even though God's, God has done some things. How many of you ever had, and you said, that ain't fair. Amen. <clears throat> well, you know, God is fair even if we don't know or understand that. Hallelujah. Anyhow, all right. Um, anyway, I'm sitting here because the scripture says, first of all, the Lord told me, said, because nah, my whole life in ministry has been this, I have been a fighter. You know, I'll fight at the drop of a hat. I did it when I was unsaved, and I carried it right on over uh, to me, it was good news that it was a good fight of faith. I just needed to know who it was that had the gunny sack over my head and hit me, tell me it was God. I'd just keep swinging. Amen. And that's got me through a long ways. I, I've, you know, uh, it's a funny thing about a religious devil. You know, you have to be careful because, you know, he wears folks. And a lot of times, my loss of my preaching and teaching, I was been fighting with a religious devil that was wearing people. And I was always at odds with the people I was preaching to. Well, you know, here's the thing. The Lord said, the servant of the Lord, he must not strive. Uh, must not. That's the emphasis for me. They said, you must not strive. Amen. I'm not exactly sure how to do that when you got folks with an opposing viewpoint. An attitude. But I'm going to learn. Amen. He said, the, the servant of the Lord must not strive. <laughs> so it's like, well, that's all I've ever done. How are we going to do this thing then? You know, he said, well, you need to be gentle. <clears throat> that's very challenging for me because I've been rough on the corn cob my whole life. Just ask Sandy. She'll tell you, you're just rough, boy. Amen. Used to be proud of being rough, but you know, pride of anything gets you in trouble. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, must be must be gentle and apt to teach. Apt to teach. 
that word at means uh, capable. You know, we can't say we're not capable of teaching. The, if the, listen, folks, it's all training. All of it. Even the parts you don't like, it's all training. Parts I don't like, it's all been training. Ain't nothing wasted. You know, the Bible says, and I qualify for this. I don't know. You know, it's less and less now in, more lo- in my life than it has been in the past. But doggone it, some of it's still there. You know, you put enough fire underneath even gold, you'll find out that God wants it pure. And the junk that comes up will surprise even you. But faith will be tried, tested, proven. Lives will be tried. Character, conduct, attitude, and action. Hearts will be tried. Amen. But anyway, I'm sitting here because it says he sat down and taught them. I know that's just the porch in the scripture. But when I said, God, how am I going to be gentle? He said, well, you can start by quit running around pointing your finger at folks <laughs> and getting, getting all huffy and puffy. He said, you can do like I did, sit down and teach. Amen. Because you know I found that folks love for you to huff and puff. They'll huff and puff with you. Oh, yeah. And when it all gets said and done, I'm just wore out. <laughs> and nothing's changed other than I'm wore out. Yeah. Amen. And you might be wore out too, because you know we can huff and puff overtime around here. But anyway, oh, let me read you some scripture. You know, this has been something that that started a while back, and Al, I want to share something with you. You know, I mean, I don't care whether you're just beginning with God, or you've been a long time with God, or or a while with God, or you you know you've been with God seemingly all of your life. You can't remember a time when you weren't with God. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know. There's some twists and turns in life. There's some ditches that you you know go too fast into a curve, and just before you know it, you're just into soft stuff and rolling around in the road. Amen. You know, it seemed like it's just as bright as noonday and all of a sudden, you know, you got clocked and, and somebody turned the lights out and you're in a deep, dark hole. I don't know, you know, I mean, you know, uh, that has happened more times than I would like to admit. Uh, and uh, um, And sometimes it's been the devil, sometimes it's been God, sometimes it's just been me. The Bible says... That uh, um, see the difference, you know, between religion and reality is exactly that. Religion's a fantasy. Everybody pretends to be okay, and they're not. And reality is, is that we ain't none of us all okay. Does that help any of you today? Amen. Many of you ever been found you get in a situation, and all of a sudden it, it just, you know, changed, and you don't understand it. Let me read this scripture. I love this portion of Scripture, Psalms 119, that, you know, uh, be good to your servant, God. Be as good as your word. Train me in good common sense. I'm thoroughly committed to living your way. But before I learned to answer you, I wandered all over the place. You know, a disciple, and that's what Jesus is after. You know, he's not after fair weather friends and see you on Easter and see you on 
Christmas and when I need you, I'll call you. You know, he, he's, he's after a real relationship, a doing life together with us that the Bible simply calls discipleship. What is it? it we're following Jesus and we're living life with Jesus. We're, we're living with him as Lord and us as the ones that need to learn what he knows. Because he did life successfully, does life successfully. How many of you ever found yourself where you didn't feel very successful in your life? How many of you looked at some stuff and said, boy, if this is success, I would have missed it by a hundred miles now. <laughs> anyway, before I learned to answer you. You know, there is a God that's going to be answered to. You know, And now listen, he is the answer, isn't he, ultimately, you know, to every question. So when we find ourselves... You know, in a situation that's, that's, that's a mystery. It's just beyond our understanding. It's beyond what we've known or experienced. And you know that, uh, you know, we can blame the devil. And he's, he certainly can take his fair share. You know, we can blame God. God's big enough. He's not going to fall off of his throne. All right. But, you know, he is good. I mean, he just is good. And he loves us. Amen. But there's another verse of scripture, and I said I have qualified for this so many times. That's why you kind of got to live with. Uh, there's a foundation. One of them, uh, the foundations of fa is faith, and it says the next one is repentance. The elementary teachings of Jesus, teachings, trainings of Jesus, is that uh, uh, there's faith in God, which is trusting God. Just no matter what, we trust Him. We learn to trust him, that he is completely trustworthy. But the other one is repentance from dead works. Now, God's not going to repent because he don't have no dead works. You know? How do you know it's a dead work? This stinks, man. I mean, I don't know what happened here, but this dead, this stank. And say, you, know, you just, what, you know, something died around here. Something stinks. Just old stinky, fleshy, stinky this, stinky that. That's death. You know, Jesus said, listen, to some, if there's vulture, something died. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but this scripture says, you know, it says a foolish person will mess everything up and then blame God. Now, we're all going to have mess ups in life. Amen. You know, I mean. But you can't sit around and beat yourself up over that if you're trying to learn. I'm a learner. I, I, I've determined, you know, uh, how do people learn, Jocelyn? You know, they make mistakes. You actually learn more of making the, the, the red marks on the paper than you do the ones you got right. You learn more from the red marks because those are, those are the measure, aren't they? doesn't mean we're wrong, just something. I got it wrong. I just got it wrong. I misunderstood. I misinterpreted it. It was beyond what I knew or my understanding. I guessed at it. It came out wrong. Amen. Are you listening? But I'll tell you that it's not foolish to get things wrong. What is foolish is to blame God. And the devil has always blamed God. And he'll try to get us to agree with him and blame God. For Listen, repentance from dead works is simply, you know, he duped me again. You know, but I really can't blame him. It's on me. You know, because I know enough about you now. If I blame you, it's on me. It, 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 you know, I can't agree with the devil. 
because fundamentally, you know, uh, you know, Sam and I had some things happen, uh, you know, uh, uh, recently, different things. And I'm just tell you what now, you know, uh, uh, you know, when you're expecting things one way and it just turns out a whole nother way and you know that God moved the marker, you know, uh, it don't seem right. It don't seem fair. You know, you had already, you know, you had, it's like a little kid sometimes, you know, well, uh, you know, you told me we were going to go shopping and I was going to get a new toy. And then Aunt Sue died and we had to go to the funeral. And you're sitting at the funeral like, you know, I'm supposed to get a toy. Come on. What in the world? That old woman got no business dying. Mess up my whole life. Where's my toy? Well, how many of you know that, you know, we're going to get the toy. It just got moved a little bit because Aunt Sue dying is pretty important. Well, not to me, you know. You know, I mean, what in the world she have to die for anyway? And then you sit up there and religiously they tell you God took her. Oh, you're in on it now. So you're the cause why I'm not getting a toy. You killed Aunt Sue. And now I'm sitting here. What am I going to get? Greasy fried chicken, no toy. You know, and I'm believing wrong, thinking wrong. God killed Aunt Sue and messed my whole doggone world up. God, I'm mad at you too. Anyhow, moving right along. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, and, and it's not wrong to react that way. You know, it's a natural response sometimes. When, see, all growth is beyond what we do know. Because we already know what we know. To grow, and I'll tell you something with God. You know, he is Jehovah Sneaky. He didn't say that. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's Jehovah uh, Roe. He's all the Jehovah's, but he is Jehovah Sneaky. Amen. Moses told him that. He said, you got us all the way out here. Now you're going to take off, sneak off, Jehovah Sneaky? There's in the life of faith and the life with God that we accept the fact that there's always going to be the tension between what God has shown us and what we know of Him, and that which He is going to show us. But right now, you know, you know, we don't know it. We don't understand it. It's a mystery to us, you know. And He requires that we just trust Him. That we fundamentally, you know, I told Sam, you know, she said, it seems like this and this and this. I said, you know, I mean, I'm in agreement with you. And I told her, I said, I don't have an answer. I can't explain this. But what I have chosen to believe, I mean, you know, the rock bottom for me is I, I still believe that God is good. I know God did this, but I believe, and it ain't, and it don't feel good. It don't seem good. Da 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 da. You know, don't look good. But I choose to believe that He is good. I got too much history with Him. You know. Uh, I choose to believe that He is good, and I know He loves us. You know, and that's just going to have to be, you know. You know, and I'm telling you, some stuff is no small thing when you put your whole life, you know, on that door opening up or this happening or that or the other. You know, we tend to do that sometimes. And uh, 
we were talking about things yesterday, and I said, you know, I said, all I know is there's a reason why this is my favorite verse of Scripture. And I remind her, I said, one of the people we pastored up in Vermont gave me a little plaque, a be really beautiful uh, plaque, and uh, it's Proverbs 3, 5. And, um, you know, I, I was listening to a guy last night, went to bed with the word on, and, you know, the title was uh, Trust in God. And, and, he, and he read that scripture, and it's like, <laughs> for God's sake. But anyway, I told, uh, I was telling saying I said, all I know is that I have been out of gas before, out in the middle of nowhere, you know, trying to follow God as best I know. And there's been more than one time I picked up this little gas can of Proverbs 3, you know, and had to walk out where I was and get to the station and go back and get my whole, my, my, my car, the life, you know, so I can continue the journey. But all I know is that I'm going to trust in God with all of my heart. So all this has shown me that all of my heart wasn't trusting in God because I got tripped up in this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick up my little gas can, trust in the Lord with all of my heart. Amen. All that's been exposed is that, you know, uh, I, I thought I was a little fuller than I was, but I ran, wound up on empty. The gauge lied to me. <laughs> I thought it was all right, and that doggone thing went haywire. You know, electrical stuff will do that now. Amen. <laughs> How many of you ever had your life go haywire? The gauges lied to you. You thought you had more than what you actually had, and there you are, something happened, and you were found out you were just in the dark. It's dark, amen. And the gas, and, and you know, we, it don't look like you can go forward. So it won't start. Nothing's going right. Everything's gone wrong. It's midnight, and here you are, going, get in the trunk, get that old red gas can out. Amen. Start walking and, you know, don't go back where you've been. You've already been there. You can't live in that. There's no going back. Well, where else are you going to go? Back to the devil? Back to your own situation, your own self? Get the gas can and quote the scriptures while you're, you know. Oh, gone, and I'm, I should have done this, I should have done that, I should have, could have, would have, if I, you know, would have known, da, 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 da. But I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart. I'm not going to lean right now to my own understanding, because right now, God, you need to understand I'm walking. He goes, I see you. <laughs> Nothing's hidden to me. I live in the dark, understand? But when I get there, it's all daylight. That's right. Amen. Amen. You might be in the dark, but I know exactly what I'm doing. Thanks a lot. I'm glad you know what you're doing because I sure as heck don't know what you're doing. But I'm not going to lean to my own understanding. I'm going to acknowledge you. You're God and I'm not. Oh boy, that's a humbling thing. You're God and I'm not. I'm still not God. I'm trying to be like God but I, because I'm made, I'm being trained to rule and reign. I'm supposed to be ruling and reigning. Now, how does being out of gas in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere, and you don't know which direction? We went for a ride yesterday. We came up to a T in the road. I said, uh, you know, this is how we think. You know, I said, which way do you think we should go? I don't know where we are. 
We used to do that on the bike, but we had Sandy's truck. And she goes, I think you should go right. I said, I'm going to go left. (laughs) And I did. I said, I said, Google up on your phone, find out where we are. So she Googled in. Yeah, she goes, she's got her little thing up there. She goes, there's no reception. I said, I can see a radio tower in front of us. If I don't, if I turn left right now, I'm going to hit it. No, tell me there's no cell phone. That's a cell phone tower. She goes, I ain't got no balls. <laughs> Amen. All right. How many of you ever been out somewhere and you didn't know which way to turn? And you can see the cell phone tower. God, I know you're there. Why aren't you communicating? I don't even have one bar. And I don't know where the heck I am. And I thought, you know, wisdom said turn right. I'm going left, you understand? Got my can. But when you say, <laughs> I guess this was all planned out by God. I'm going to trust Him. <laughs> but we, man, we wound up, got past that radio tower and got out there. And I said, I know where we are now. We weren't very far at all where we need to go. Amen. And when I got there, I turned left again. Don't make left turns in right. Turn right. I always turn right. I have a tendency to turn left. When I'm dazed and confused and chaos, I'll go turn left. So I turn left again. And then I said, well, heck, I know where we are. This is the wrong way. Turn right. Should listen to your wife. Amen. God's always got somebody around telling you which way to go. But if you don't like being told what to do, you'll always turn left. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what's right, but I'm going to turn left right now. Understand? I think left is better than right. Acknowledge Him. God, you're still God. You're still good. You still love me. Even though it don't look like this is being good. Are you listening? Don't look at me religiously like that. Oh, I'd never think that about God. Honey, you've thought that a million times. You know, David, it, the, it, the scriptures are full of David thinking that. Isn't that right? He'd go, God, where the heck are you? Wake up. Can't you see? You know, is somebody that's dead going to praise you? You going to let me die? How are you going to get any profit from me dying? <laughs> huh? Isn't that right? Amen. Why are you killing me here, God? You're killing me, God. You're just killing me. I said, no, I'm not. I'm trying to get you to live. The devil's trying to get you to quit. Amen. In all your ways, in all your ways, even when it doesn't look like you're getting your way. And in that, usually the issue is that there's a big difference that God said in his word. He said, now listen, your ways aren't mine. Mine are higher. So here we're. Let's assess our situation. Amen. I'll follow God as best I know. Praise the Lord. The gas gauge lied to me. Amen. Nothing wrong with the car. It's just out of gas. Nothing that a little, you know, Pepto won't help. But there ain't a gas station inside. It's dark. I don't know where I'm at. I thought I was on the right road. 
but I'm out of gas. It's the middle of the night. I don't understand. Amen? But I'm acknowledging, having to acknowledge, you know, uh, you know that gnawing feeling on the inside sometimes of uh, that, that you get? Isn't that right? You're saying, well, I'm believing, I'm believing this is it, this is going to work out, and then you get there and you find out, you know, that gnawing feeling was there for a reason that you would, uh, that, that wasn't the realistic expectation from God's perspective. But at least it got you that far. And then you realize, well, I'm this far. Why quit now? <laughs> I mean, where else am I going to go? I can't go back. I'm going to have to go forward. Even though I don't know where, for, where forward's going to take me, except I know, you know, I mean, daylight's going to come. There's a gas station somewhere. We ain't that far off the road. We ain't that far out in the pucker brush. Amen? Amen? I've been out there so far. There weren't no road, honey. Understand? I'm in the swamp. Wow. Are you listening? Trying to find a road. I thank God now at least I'm on a road. Even if the car is out of gas. I got a car. And a gas can. Old Proverbs 3. 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. Uh, in all your ways acknowledge him. Alright God. You know. Uh, you're God I'm not. I'm going to trust you. You know. And then it starts to get uphill. Uphill. You're walking uphill. If it weren't bad enough, now it's up the hill. You know, there's some things that when, that when you acknowledge God, that God is trying to bring us up. There's some things you can't see and know until you come up a little higher. In your trust in Him, in your faith in Him, in your, in your willingness to be obedient to Him. That you just got to walk a little. The answer isn't to go back down the hill, but it's to go up the hill. And 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 when you're a little higher, are you listening? It, it, it's turning inside of your heart and say, you know what? Until I learned your ways and your words, see, I was all over the place. But now I've learned to answer you. How I answer God during times like that is I. Do what I do know to do. Stay with what I do know while I walk forward into what I don't know. How many of you content? Uh, and here's the thing, you know. I mean, life will get so sucky where you are that you're not content to stay where you are. Amen. That's the dangers if you start padding your nest. Amen. Be careful of padding your nest. God's a master stirrer-upper of nests. <laughs> Amen. Hmm? The nest of what I know, the nest of what I'm comfortable with. Don't move the marker. Well, God's always, this year, he's moving the marker. And we got to move with him. Amen. Now, you know, without being super spiritual here or anything, I hope you don't think that your pastors are super spiritual. No, we are going to be spiritual. I don't know any other way to live. That's the higher realm. But even in that realm, there's probably more that I, that at this, I've walked with the Lord 30-something years. And in that realm, there's so much more I don't know than what I do know. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But like I said, you know, at least I've got a road. I spend a lot of time out in the swamp, David. Amen. 
I spent a lot of times in the ditches too. I've learned to try to stay with the middle line. But doggone it, out of gas in the middle of the night on a paved road is still heck. (laughs) It ain't no fun. Amen. But thank God. I got my old gas can out, Proverbs 3, and just keep on walking with God. Just keep trusting God. Just keep believing. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you what, all God's promises are yes and amen. Nothing's changed, maybe, except the when. We'll get tripped up over the when sometimes. I'm the only one that that's ever happened to. Yeah, Jehovah sneaky. He don't tell you when. You know, the disciples said, now tell us when the kingdom's going to come now. Look here, you, we've followed you three and a half years. We've been through all this crucifixion. Now you're raised from the dead. Is it right now? And now you're going to finally take all this thing over? And Jesus said, now look here, you know better than that now. I don't even know the when. What are you talking about? You don't know the when. How are we going to know the when if you don't know the when? Huh? He goes, oh, the Father does that. Well, you know, try to change God's mind about when. I'll go back over here. It's probably be easier printing. Have any of you ever been able to change God's mind about his set and appointed times in your life? It's just going to happen. It is going to happen. But it's going to happen when. God says it's time. Well, now's the time. No. Now is God's time. And until God says now, it ain't time. And how am I going to know when it's God's time? Because now it happens. It happens now. That's how I know that it's God's time. Why? Because it's happening now. I'm helping my own self. We ought to come to the altar. Let's have a little face-to-face time with Jehovah Sneaky today. Just acknowledge He's still God. He's still good. He still loves us. Even if it don't look like it, show don't feel like it. I'm asking you to be real and honest today. Amen. I'm not. I mean, you can't. Religion ain't going to cut this. Amen. You know, David, so many times he said, I will praise the Lord at all times. All hard to praise the Lord in the middle of the night out of gas when you feel like you've been lied to (laughs) snuck up on don't know where you are doggone see the tower right there ain't got one bar not one bar silence the little circle on the screen is just going round and round and round heard God cleaner and clearer and simpler when you were a sinner than you are. Here you are a saint. You don't know which way's up all around. Can't hear God save your life. 
way out there. Amen. You know, there's something about that in all of our ways, we just, at all times, I'll praise Him. In all my ways, I'll acknowledge Him. Well, you know, I can't help what's happened. It's beyond my control. But I can help what happens next. David said, I will trust in the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will live to the praise of His glory. I will give up the win. I mean, this is the guy that said, you know, my times are in your hands. Lord have mercy. No doubt it's supposed to happen. No doubt it should happen. No, no doubt that it will happen. But boy, the doubt comes is when will it? When is it going to? Amen. I mean, some big things. We don't trip up anymore over the little things, but the big things. Had big hopes, big dreams, big, big expectations where things were concerned. Amen. And got tripped up big time. Well, Father, we thank you. We give you praise anyway. Yes, we do. <laughs> we know like Sarah, who wasn't just believing for her own body, but believing for that old man too. It's double portion impossible. Yeah. I thought it was Abraham's faith, but I'm going to tell you what I read in the Bible. It was old Sarah. It says Sarah got pregnant and Sarah brought forth a son. Even though she couldn't conceive, never had been able to do it, says, and her husband, Abram, it said he would he would he had uh what is that, E D D or whatever the thing is. I mean he just couldn't function. Shriveled loins, the Bible says. Amen. She had to believe that old man. I mean she got renewed. It didn't say nothing about him getting renewed. Amen. Sometimes you got to believe for you and all the other people that are involved in the miracle with you. That's right. That's right. Praise God. Amen. But thank God it says she did. Yes, she did. She did. You know, I read uh, Proverbs. Words, the Bible says the words of the wise. And I'm going to tell you where words come from. Wisdom's pricing is costly. Yes, it is. Some of it, 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 you know, it's not just head knowledge. It's life living. Life lessons. And, and I've never seen this. At a, one of the things about, you know, it, it, is, is that even in the dark, God's still bringing you up and bringing you forward. I read the great chapter on faith because, boy, my faith was... <laughs> felt like it was shaken down to the core where the foundation is, well, I'm still going to trust God because He's good and I know He loves me. But it said this, and you know, I told Sandy, I said, when you, when you, when you know, when you, you're doubting whether you can hear His voice and live out of His voice, you can always go to His Word. That's right. Because His Word's completely trustworthy. Go to His Word. You'll hear Him after a while. You'll see what He showed. Well, Proverbs uh, 11 it says these all died yes. in faith yeah. not having received 
the complete fulfillment of the promise, but they died in faith, still believing all the way. Hallelujah. But now, it didn't mean they didn't receive it all. They absolutely did. They got the seed. Amen. Because Abraham believed God big. <clears throat> big. A lot of folk for his life. More than the stars in the sky and sands of the seashore. And don't diminish. Now listen, this thing you're going through right now is bigger than you know. And God's gooder than you think. This is bigger than you know. God's gooder than you think. It's our thinking that needs to change about His goodness. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church. 